live on Utreon. So uh, that's, you know, Vince, that's so that I could do stuff like this. Vince was just saying that uh, we haven't had him on in a while. Vince, YouTube doesn't let us hold guns while we're live. So I can't, I can't hold that. This, Are you serious? Yeah, man. This would be criminal. <laughs> to or YouTube. at least against their community standards or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll explain it to you here in a second. Well, um, if you were a gangster, if you were a gangster you'd be able to post that shit all up and <laughs> 100%, man. 100%. All right, listen. This is going to be a fun show. It's just going to be myself and Vince. Let me get it kicked off right now. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, boom, here we go. We are live. Vince, I don't know if you remember this. We do jazz hands. There you go. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 906 of the No Hulu. way! Yeah, man, 906. That means we've got 94 bottles of beer left on the wall, and then we hit 1,000 episodes, Vince. Damn, congrats, man. Good for Thank you. you. Thank you, man. You know, and <laughs> you're you're definitely part of that. What's up? I I gotta tell you something before we get started. Sure. You're somewhat of a celebrity down here in uh Tennessee. Really? Yeah. What Dude, is that? I, what did I do? <laughs> well, you did your podcast. Okay. And because I'm a loud, boisterous son of a bitch, I mm -hmm. go around, I get to know people, and I talk to my pharmacist and everything, and people are like, Dude. Were you on Hank's train? I was like, yeah, man. He's cool. <laughs> like, Dude, I love that show. Ah. Oh, it's awesome. 20 times around really? here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yes. Um, I love Tennessee. Awesome place. And you too, man. You're awesome. I, like you were saying that, you know, you, you were wondering why you weren't on. I, I love having you on, man. You know, I feel like you're an awesome guest to have on. Uh, if folks are listening or joining us now, you've never heard of Vince. His name is Vincent Sheffalu, and he's an author. He's a former undercover ATF agent, Marine, all kinds of cool stuff. And yes, the author of Rat Snakes. Go ahead and hold it up again. I'll, uh, you're full screen right now. So let's see. Yeah, definitely. I'm go slapping, dude. Yes, please go buy this book. Vince is retired. He needs money for what? What do you? What are you? Uh, what do you drink? Whiskey. Yep. Whiskey, there and you go. Lots of it. Yeah. What's your what's your brand? <laughs> Jack Daniels. Jack Dan there you go. Jack Daniels. He needs Jack Daniels money. So how are you, man? How how are you feeling? I know the last time you were on you had uh you just had some surgery. How are you feeling? Oh had that thing, yeah. No, I'm good, man. Okay. I'm good. I'm dream. Okay, cool, cool. Um yeah, so what, have what so there you go. Smoke. Yes, I know. Uh, I'm also drinking, but I'm having uh, Long Island iced tea, uh, uh, lemonade, and iced tea. Yeah. With the Long Island stuff? Yeah, well, there's no alcohol in it, because that would just put me to sleep, because I'm a big baby. So. Oh, damn. 
I'm not as hardcore as you, man. I know you're getting ready to drop some bombs on me, so you no. better get out. I know no. you are. No, no, no. Absolutely not, man. Um, I always I, do. I, do I? That's why I like talking to you. Oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe the folks out there will have some questions and stuff like that. I do have some things that people wanted me to ask you since we were having you on. But, you know, I'm not trying to... Listen, when you come on, there are some people who get mad because you're an ATF agent. And I try to tell those people, you're not today's ATF agent. That's huh? okay. This is America. Yeah. Right. You I know? understand that. I understand. Is state our case, state my case. And mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we jumped from, we beat the IRS in like 1991 as the most hated agency in America. Mm-hmm. And you know, do you, that's what it is. Yeah. Do you think it's deserved or not deserved? Not deserved. Okay. I mean, but we're the focal point. If there's okay. anybody going to enforce gun laws and arrest mm-hmm. people, gun owners and blah, 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 it's going to be us. So, I mean, and then we don't do ourselves any favor. We shoot ourselves in the foot at every turn and mm-hmm. get out there, politicize the gun laws or mm-hmm. talk talk about, you know, get involved in the political side. And we're supposed to be apolitical. We're a law enforcement agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we've got someone joining us here. It looks like Flying Rich is joining us. Um, I don't know if you've been on with Flying Rich before, Vince. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see if we can get him. Flying Rich is, but I'm afraid to ask. There he goes. Uh, he's a rich dude with planes that flies. Oh, buy my book, dude. Yeah. You better go buy his book right now, you Rich. A book. If you're rich, you can buy oh, a rich. book. Oh, he's big rich. Help yeah. a brother out, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lola, Lola probably has a link somewhere in here. Um, if you do, or link, or Lola will put it here in the chat. So, uh, welcome to the show, Flying Rich here. So let's. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you like just tell the folks what you've been up to, Vince. Before we get all into this, just tell the folks because you're retired. What do you do in your retirement? Other than not, uh, getting on the YouTubes. It's not all that exciting. My mm-hmm. book is way more exciting. My job with ATF was way more exciting. I go out and ride around on the lake on my boat. Mm-hmm. I drink heavily. I Any chance I can road trip to see my brothers, my retired ATF aided friends, or, or they come up and stay with me. And uh, Any chance I can get somewhere and go play poker, mm-hmm. you know, that's a given. Um, beyond that, dude, I'm just trying to live long enough to suck the government dry of that retirement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please. I wish you would make the ATF go bankrupt. <laughs> I would, too. I'd like that. Yeah. Um, I will, I will make a special award for you if you could do that. I have, I, so I follow you on Facebook. I see, man, you've always got some, uh. Some, you know, you're always out on the boat. There's always some hotties, it looks like, out on the boat with you. You're always having a good old time. Dude, it's better than working for a living. Yeah, well, you know, I mean. I you, try. You put your time in. You put your time in. Well, that's yeah. it. You know? Yeah. And chances are I got two or three years on this planet based on statistics. So I'm yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, you, you broke up a little bit there. You're saying you have two or three years. Why do you say that, man? Just statistically. 
based okay. on my lifestyle, my career. Um, that's why they let us retire earlier than some other, you know, profession because we don't have a long lifespan. Now mm-hmm. I hope that's right because my idol, who's in my book, um, and my mentor Charlie Fuller, mm-hmm. he brags every day that he has been retired longer than he worked. So he is sucking now money out of the government that they would hope he had he would have died before now. Oh, okay, yeah. Just as my long- goal. Just okay. Suck. Yeah. Just as long as he's not doing it through a glory hole, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I, I couldn't resist that, Vince. My bad. There was one story about that, but I'm not going to... Oh, we're not going to get any stories? We're not going to get in the gutter with that one. No? no. Rich, did, uh, did, Rich, did you want to ask something? Oh, we can't hear you. Your audio's off, Rich. Yeah, so the microphone on would help, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Were you going to say something there, Rich? Yeah, yeah. So, Vince, where are you? Where's the lake? Not, not like I want to know precisely, but... Cherokee Cherokee uh, Lake in Tennessee. There you oh, go. okay. Yeah. Right. So five, you're, you're not far five, from Florida. 500 miles of shoreline, mm-hmm. and I will see every bit of it before I crash my boat. But <laughs> there's a bunch there's probably i could just picture right now out on that lake at least half of the residents out on that lake are probably uh you know retired agents of one agency or another am i wrong they, or right on? they all love me because i bring whiskey oh okay but so there's not a lot of other guys like you that you know did the same stuff you did um, there, you know what? There's a bunch. I met a bunch of active law enforcement guys, not feds, not ATF guys, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, sheriffs and local police and stuff. And I don't know how I met them all, but mm-hmm. you know, I just talk shit and end up running into a few. So we got kind of a little network going on here. Okay, cool. Do you, Mike? My, my question would be: Do you, uh, since you retired and everything, do you ever get in trouble? Do people? Do the cops profile you, man? Do they see you and go, you know, that guy looks like a criminal. I'm going to freaking, I'm going to run his plate. <laughs> I would. <laughs> does, it, <laughs> does it happen, though? Do you, you know, do you ever? No, it hadn't happened. Okay. The only thing that happened one time that was somewhat curious about a year ago, I'm hauling ass down the highway. I'm probably doing about 85 or 90. And, That's not uh, a hauling ass. <laughs> huh? Yeah, Rich says that's that not fast. That is not hauling ass. Yeah. Well, okay, but the deputy that stopped me thought it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Rich, I, likes to, I, Rich likes to drive at 120, that's why. That's why. I do, too. You watching me? Yeah, I've heard, your, I've heard stories about your craziness. So, go ahead, Vince. Sorry about that. No, so the deputy walks up, and I, I like, he said, where are you going in such a hurry? I said, go and see my cousin, going to go party, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just told him the truth. And uh, he looked at me for a second. I started getting my driver's license out and everything. He said, all right, just slow it down and walked off, which suggested to me he probably knew who I was. Not mm-hmm. that I'm anybody. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he seemed to recognize me or he didn't pursue any registration, insurance. I didn't show him my badge. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledge I was law enforcement or carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time. 
he just walked up and said, okay, well, do me a favor, slow it down, and walked off. And I thought, that was kind of bizarre. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, he, maybe. He didn't he, ask if you're on the job? No. Nope. He, he probably just thought, you know what? I don't even want to know, man. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I'll just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I've ever had a cop just give me a pass that easy. Right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I, I did. I did. This was on Long Island. So it's on Sunrise Highway driving out towards the Hamptons. wasn't going to the Hamptons. It was going mm-hmm. to my airplane. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suffolk County PD, they, they pulled me over. They come up on the right side of my car. Mm-hmm. And I had my – I always have my Coast Guard ID. Uh, that's the Coast Guard auxiliary ID. I don't want to, like, steal Valor here underneath my driver's license. So I pull it out and I had my wallet open. He says, you're military. I'm like, Coast Guard. It's like, you said a few, oh, can I say foul words here? I mean, we're going to be on YouTube tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah, no, I don't care if you curse. I mean, you know how much cursing Vince is going to do here? In the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm in good company. <laughs> the cop <laughs> threw my license back at me, said, just get the fuck out of here and just walked away. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> 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 Respect for the number five military organization out there. <laughs> right, right. Um, let's see. Do these... your sign say Team Uncool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the other show I do is uh, with John Crump. So uh, John gave me a banner to put up behind me. Yeah. I'd rather be dead and cool than alive and uncool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you... I told that, but it's the coolest lineup for any movie ever. So it, I mean, I'm making it mine now. Right. Well, you know, the thing, Vince, is that uh, most of the dudes I know are a bunch of nerds. And uh, John Crump is probably the king of the nerds. I, I don't know He's which... king of all nerds. Yeah, I don't know if Rich is nerdier than Crump or whatever. They're probably on the same level of nerdiness. So, yeah. yeah well... Yeah, misfits. Right. Crump... Crump is nerdier, but he's got more money than me. I, I don't have, you know, a theater room and a gun room oh, and wait, all that big going of, on. What kind of airplane you got? Uh, I, hold on. I'll, I'll show you. It, yeah. It's, it looks like an X-Wing fighter. So John Crump that we're talking about, Vince, I don't know if I gave you his info before because I thought I was trying to get him to interview you. He, he works for Amoland News. And yeah. uh, he also does stuff with GOA and all that. But so I, if I, if I haven't, no, he wouldn't interview me. Fuck him. No, I, he would. I think <laughs> they didn't. Crump wanted want to interview him. I'm pretty sure I gave Crump. I your think info. so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave Crump your info. But I don't yeah. know. You might not have responded or yeah, something like that. You yeah. might have been drinking on the lake. Right. right. Let's, yeah. Let's see. So that uh, that's yeah. my airplane. You got money. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't have Crump money. I mean, yeah, you got um, way too Vince. He's crashed this. He's uh, if the A well, I've only ATF... crashed that plane one time. That, yeah, the first you're, plane. Uh, the other, the other plane's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Vince. He's. I think he's only flown about twice, and he's crashed twice. So, can I fly your airplane? Um, not right <laughs> now. Yeah, right. Why? Is it functional? It's not functional. No. Uh, it's not functional yet. <laughs> yeah, cruise man says it's a model airplane right now. Vince, do you, you can, do you have a pilot's license? Fuck yeah, I got a pilot's oh, license. Oh, awesome! Dude. Oh, cool, dude, dude. 
If they put a motor on it and a steering wheel, <laughs> I can fly it, float it, or drive it. Uh, so when you were doing undercover stuff, were you flying planes undercover, or were you? What were you? Where'd you learn how to fly? I actually only flew planes in surveillance mode. Okay. Um, never did any undercover operations with an airplane, although I always wanted to. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. ATF, ATF didn't trust me that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Vince, I, I got a question for you. I was selling polymer 80s. You know what a polymer 80 is, right? I, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was selling polymer 80. You know, it's like a Glock, build it yourself Glock. Yeah. So I was selling them at a gun show, and I want your opinion if this was an ATF agent. This lady walks up to me, and she says, that's kit? I can build that? And I say, yeah, yeah, it's a kit. She's like, I've been Baker acted. I can't buy a gun, but I could build that. And I'm like, I'm not selling it to you now. Okay, I'm just, was this lady white or black? Uh, can I say? Can oh, I say? Wow. Well, well, it's a good. It's a valid she question. Looked, what, which, she what looked she? like Hank's relative. Okay, so she was black. Your your uh, dialect kind of gave it away. Okay, right. so go on. <laughs> exactly. So she says he was I real high pitched. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So the, the the lady, you know, she says, "Oh, I, I would be able to build this. You know, that'd be great because I can't get a gun because I've been Baker acted." And I said, yeah, I'm not selling it to you now. Hey, Cafe. Yeah, highly likely. Now, who she would, also had would, three girls with who, her. You know, that they're supposed to be her daughters. Who would volunteer that information? Yeah. If they're trying yeah, to buy yeah. At a gun show. Yeah. Someone someone with a camera on them. I mean, they might not be Hell an agent, yeah. but they could be from the news or something like that. Yeah. Trying to catch oh, you. Oh. Yeah. What's your yeah, what's it, go ahead go ahead Rich and, and she said oh I I got to go to an ATM to get the money and she came back and I said yeah ma'am I'm not selling that to you you know I, it's mm -hmm. you know she she did the Baker acted thing and then walks away she's like I'll be back with money I'm like huh and then I've had guys you know because on display you know I have these you know like the the Glock will fit on the display here I'll have the gun built. And I had a guy come up to me and says, oh, yeah, I'm an engineer. I could build that. That looks cool. I'd like to build that. In fact, and then he says, how about I just buy the one you built? And I'm like, no, that'd be a felony. I'm like, the guy's shooting off his mouth, telling me that he's an engineer and he could do that in no time whatsoever. And then, then he tells me he'll give me 20 more bucks if I sell him one that I have built. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, it's just, it's just insane out there anymore. I don't even know what to say. I got nothing. Yeah. Well, so my question to Vince would be, where do you come down on the polymer 80s or, you know, people's, uh, or any of the guns that people can build themselves? Where are you at with that? Um, it's pretty simple. Get a manufacturing license, build all the guns you want. Oh, okay. Don't so try, try to skirt the law. Don't try to you know, piecemeal or fraction out the law. And, well, we're only building part of this, so it doesn't need to be serious. If you're going to build guns, just get a damn manufacturing license. But, all right, uh, let me re-ask that question. Mm -hmm. So are you saying, I'm not building guns, 
but I like to build guns. So you're saying if, if I, I've built, let's say, five or six guns, you're saying I should actually get a manufacturing license to build my own guns for myself? Not necessarily. Okay. But I, I think they still need to comply with all the federal laws. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's not <laughs> illegal for people to build right. guns for themselves, right? It's it, not illegal. It have a serial number on it, brother. Well, uh, I don't think it's illegal for you to build your own guns or build guns for yourself. I think if, if you're in the business, if you know that you're in the business of building guns and selling them to people, it's not even illegal to build a gun for yourself and then at some point go, oh, okay, I'm going to sell it to my neighbor. That itself is not illegal either. But if you are actually engaging in the business of building guns to sell it to people, then that's what would be illegal. Right, and that's so the, what most 80, 80% people at gun shows are doing. They're selling them to other people. They're giving them the mechanism to get guns that are off the radar um, for no other reason than that. And I got issue with that. Okay, listen. I got, I got a shitload of guns. Oh, We're coming up on a hard break. We're coming up on a break. We'll be right back here. We'll follow up. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. All right, so here's one of the things... Uh, one of the questions, actually, I got this question from John Crump, um, and it's related to what we're talking about here with, uh, you know, with polymer 80s, right? So John Crump says, I would like to know what he thinks about the ATF targeting companies like JSD Supply. I don't know. Are you familiar with JSD Supply? Vaguely. I mean, I read, I read the same news and reports that you guys do oh, okay so jsd supply they uh they sell a lot of polymer 80s you know 80 percent and uh, kits and things like that for that stuff to people so that's a place people could buy those things from they're not building they're not building complete guns and selling them to to anyone um but the atf showed up and gave them a cease and desist i order. think they rescinded i think they rescinded that cease and desist last week though Yes, they did. they did. They did, but they said, "Well, you still can't. You still can't do it." So basically, that company that employs quite a few people. I think uh, Rich would know better than me how many people. What? what how many? There, there's like a dozen people during yeah. the week, and then some more of the gun shows. Yeah. So right now, that company is basically being strangled to death um, by the ATF because they they just don't. You know, they're not selling anything, right? <coughs> Correct. Yeah. Well, they're selling T-shirts right now. Well, yeah, I think T-shirts are all that they're selling, but I don't think that's going to keep uh, keep them in business or keep uh, help their employees pay their bills. Uh, what what well, do you think about ATF, stuff like that, Vince? ATF rescinded the cease and desist, though, so why aren't they making their guns? Well, because the ATF lawyers said, okay, they rescinded it as a technical matter so that they can not have the courts make a decision on it, but they're still telling them, well, you can't sell this anyway. Does yeah, that, you know, mm -hmm. that's I, that's what they make lawyers for. Yeah. Um, d overall, like, uh, you know, first of all, man, I have to say, like, I don't blame you or hold you responsible for anything that the ATF does 
you know, just because you're a former agent. But that, to me, seems like politics. Does that come across like politics to you or, you know? Well, look, and we can move on to the next subject. Mm -hmm. In my personal opinion, I don't care what you own or how many you own. But the Gun Control Act was pretty specific. Serialize your damn firearms. That's not a major infringement on anybody's rights, but tasked with keeping the American public safe and knowing the gun issues we have out there, it'd be nice to be able to trace a gun to a gangster. And if you're not a gangster, what do you give a shit? All my guns are on record. Every one of them got a forty-four seventy-three out there. So what? Mm-hmm. Okay. But so in general, you're saying you don't like the idea of uh, 80 percenters, right? Or I, the idea of kit guns. Okay. I won't. I'm not knowledgeable enough on the 80 percenters, mm-hmm. but I don't like kit guns. Okay. All right. What do you think about that? What is it? It's an AR-9 that I 3D printed. Okay. Yeah. Is it serialized? Nope. Then I got an issue with it. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Whatever the law says, whatever the courts rule on, and they've been favorable to gun owners, um, I'm good with that. But whatever the law is, that's what it is. Until they change it, or you change it, or somebody changes it. Yeah. And I'm not real happy with the idea that some half-assed gangsters or some cartel members who have more money than they know what to do with can print out a bunch of guns that we have no idea where they're going. So what it, they're and, and I think we all agree on that. And, and look, Hank's an FFL. I'm a CCW. Uh, I print something like this because I can't buy it in the store. It doesn't exist. And actually, some of it's actually been customized by myself. Yeah, I think I but, think if you're if you're a law-abiding person, someone not uh, intent on uh, getting involved in a criminal enterprise, but you just want to modify guns or build guns, you I think you have that legal right to do that. And I personally don't have any issues with that. Now, when it comes to the criminals who are involved in enterprise to you know, to get around the laws and sell these guns, I I, I'm, I definitely have a problem with it. I would just say that when uh, when law enforcement no, comes no, across no. those guys, they should they should put them away forever. Amen. I'm gonna play, play devil's advocate here. Okay. Can can he sell that gun? Yeah. Yeah, I think he could. I think he could. So how many the, of them? How many of them can okay. he sell over time? All right. Good question. So the mm-hmm. law says I can build guns for myself. I can't build guns for other people. So if I build a gun with the intent to sell to somebody else, that's a crime. So if so I so if you build a gun, you print out a gun, whatever you call yep. it, mm-hmm. e printer and all that shit, mm-hmm. and you do about ten of those a month, and over time you're like, I don't need this many of these, and I'm gonna sell them. Um, just as my private thing. How is that not skirting the fucking law? I, 
so it's unfortunate and so we we talk about laws and loopholes and the, and the question is is it really a loophole or a gray area and was it intentional on on congress's part when they do some things so this i would say it wasn't an intentional loophole but uh it's kind of a thought crime because it has to do with did i manufacture it you got to get in my head did i manufacture it with the intent to sell so let's let's just say you know hey hank i'm going to be uh you know next weekend in gainesville and i go to hank's place and i'm shooting it at his range and hank's like dude that is very cool i'd like to have that for myself mhm no like, well if you want you could buy this one from me because you know i i had some expenses pop up and i didn't expect it to be so costly uh to buy gas uh i'll, I'll sell it to you you know and if we agree on a price and i didn't build it with the intent to sell it i'm talking hypothetical here that's a legal transaction now if if i visit other people and say well i got 3 of these and i you know was hard up all of a sudden that sounds like a bs story mm-hmm. but the question is splitting hairs Yes. Yes. And that's what I'm getting. So I think I I mean, here's what I think. Right. I think that someone would have to make a a case of what your intent is. So let's take it away from guns. Let's say you're a person who likes cars. I like cars. I'm pretty I think Mm -hmm. you guys like cars. I'm not Vince might be more of a motorcycle guy. I don't know. But let's say let's say it's cars. I like cars. I buy this car because I really like it. I drive it. And then in order to get something else, I sell this car. I get another car. I sell cars like that. But I'm not involved in the business of buying and selling cars. Do I need to get a license for that? Not regulated by the Gun Control Act of 1968. No, but selling cars is regulated, right? The The intent of the Gun Control Act is pretty clear. Look, mm-hmm. we don't care what you got. We just want to know what's out there. That's mm-hmm. simple. And so people who start skirting it, they're making it harder on the rest of us that are just trying to be gun enthusiasts or home protectors or whatever. Because every time somebody finds this loophole or presses the envelope over us, stupid, freaking, absolutely stupid move, the rest of us have to pay because yeah, now goes and blah 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 so, and everybody and this and that. And yeah, that. I think here's my thing. I honestly, I honestly think that if someone is not, that's not their intention to be in the business doing it. You know, making it more difficult for them to do that is the same as saying, "Oh, you've you bought two cars this year, three cars this no, year, no. and then sold them." We're sending you to prison because you weren't licensed if to do that. Not engaged in the business, they might have sold one or two guns in three or five years. Mm-hmm. If they're selling ten guns a year to friends because they really liked what I made. Now, you're engaged in the business, and you're putting firearms out there that we have no record of, no history of, and when dead bodies end up on the end of that gun, we got nothing. So listen, I think it's pretty easy to establish those people that are doing that. And what we have to ask ourselves is this, you know, when these laws are created and they're you know, when, yesterday, the guest that we had on yesterday said that a lot of his friends in law enforcement are saying, hey, we're seeing these 80 uh, percent kits getting built into guns and they're out there and we're finding them in crimes. What are they doing? 
Are they actually going after those people and putting them away? Because if, if you find someone doing that, put them away for life. Put them under. Put them under the prison. Right? If you could prove that someone is doing that and a lot of people lost their lives behind that, I'm fine with you even <laughs> taking it further than that and giving that person a, a, a more severe thing than putting them in prison for a long time. But we don't re actually see that in society. We just see these things I being used to go after regular people and the criminals that they know are doing this stuff. They don't actually use these laws against them. I don't think it serves anybody, the public or otherwise, to have a bunch of weapons, firearms out there, high capacity firearms that can do damage without any way of knowing where they came from, what the builder's intent was, or anything else. He could sell 20 of those guns, and ATF would be like, shit, I don't know if he built them or not. I prove it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's not a damn serial number on it. Something as simple as a serial number, and we're going to create all Please. this drama, have all these freaking guns out there that we can never track back to a bad guy or whatever. It's kind of insane to me. Yeah, but that could be done. That could, here, my, my, my thing about that is that could be done anyway. That could be done anyway. How many bad guys have, have shot somebody with one of these? Can I step away and get a cocktail? I'll be right Yes, back. absolutely. <laughs> no, you're good, Vince. You're good. Yeah. So You might as well just bring the whole bottle over, Vince. Bring right, right. Over. Yeah, bring I, I don't want to like be adversarial to Vince. I, I'm more on the side of liberty. I, I think you are also, Hank. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm more purist on the Second Amendment. And uh, I have zero intention of building things for sale for other people. That's never well, my, my, my problem. Mind. My problem with a lot of this is people could do that anyway. Right. Yes. In, so, in, so no matter what we do, no matter there's no law, there's no law out there that any politician is capable of creating that's going to put the genie back in the bottle when it comes to building firearms. It's too easy, right? It's too okay. easy to build firearms. We have too I, much I agree technology. With you with now, that. so this probably took over 40 print hours. If everything was perfect, it probably took me 80 hours worth of printer time because of all the bad parts that I had, all of the mistakes or, yeah. Uh, but so you know, in, my, in, in my opinion, what you're doing is a very specialized thing. And I don't think that you are sitting there doing that going, you know, man, I, I you know, uh, I don't care if I sell this thing to someone and they hurt someone. I think that even if you wound up selling something, which you have the right to do, you would be very careful about what you did because you don't want anyone to get hurt. And I think that the, right. the criminals out there that do want to make access to bad guys for firearms have so many different choices that we're kind of looking at different worlds. And what I, what I find, the people who will really pay the price will be the law-abiding people that won't be able to, to, to do this and pursue it and maybe go, oh, you know what? I like this so much. I think I'm going to go get a license and become a manufacturer versus mm -hmm. a criminal mm -hmm. who just wants to, to put guns out there in the hands of bad guys. When we find those people, we should just do away with them. They, sh you know, they it, just shouldn't exist. It, and well, for the most part, I'm with you on that. Go ahead, Vince. Clearly, clearly the hysteria has got everybody wound up. Um, 
trying to legislate the end of violence. We all know it's broken homes. We all know it's, you know, uh, family culture and violent videos and violent this and that, you know, um, a lack of God in our lives. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with the fire. They'll do it with a truck, with a machete. I mean, we've seen it. But when people get ramped up like this, the best thing for gun owners to do is go, look, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, acknowledge that mm-hmm. there's some things we can do that might help and what have you. Um, I think that if we were living in a normal world, I, I may be somewhat inclined to agree with you, but we're living in a batshit crazy world. I think America has so many, there's so many gun laws on the books here in America, right? And we think that, hey, we're just going to keep layering more and more and more and more gun laws on here. And broken, evil people don't give a, don't give a crap what the laws are, right? And bad guys that want to get stuff that, that just want to make money from this, especially the more we layer on the laws, the bad guys out there are like, oh, yeah, now this gives us uh, – we can we could charge more money for this. I don't think that really now, helps, you know? I don't, I don't disagree with you. I have said for a long time the laws we have are sufficient. The enforcement and the sentencing behind mm-hmm. those laws are deficient. Mm-hmm. You get a guy, you got it literally, and this has happened to me dozens, if not a hundred times mm-hmm. during my 27 years with ATF. I get a guy, he's been arrested and gotten diversion or charges reduced or whatever. He might have eight, nine, ten felony counts in his background, mm-hmm. but he's not prohibited from having a weapon or he's got one felony conviction. So he decides to go to trial, not going to plead out or anything, sentencing guidelines with the acceptance of responsibility. He does fucking six months in jail, it's, a it's, previous convicted felon. Yeah. Put that bitch in jail for 20 years. You'll see an end to some of this shit because these guys don't want to do fucking 20 years. I agree with you, man. You you had to risk your life, right, in order to in order to build a case against that person and then, yeah, they don't even bring... In a lot of these cases, they don't even bring the gun charges. Or if they mm-hmm. do, the sentencing guidelines are so low. Um, the whole big thing about straw purchasing, you know, which mm-hmm. I think we could tighten up. We could we could write a, a statute about gun running. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it should be strict and uh, what have yeah. you. But, you know, one of the things is, look, there is no intention of doing anything, and I don't want to get into it because we've talked about it in the past, but brief, but we can't have this conversation without saying it. The ATF and the American government allowed firearms, not 80%, <laughs> manufactured, serialized firearms to be sold to bad guys knowing that they were going to take them over the border, and they have killed Tens of thousands of people. They, include, they showed up in America. France at the Charlie Hebdo shooting. Yeah. N- nevertheless, nevertheless, no one at the ATF, no one in the government that was involved in this and okayed it went to prison. And here's the crazy thing: I, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't argue None that they. Lost that, their jobs. None of no. them even got voted. <laughs> no. 
It's insanity. You're right. You're right. That's insanity. That's insanity. And if that's the case, what the hell are we doing? You know, the, 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 the people right now that are throwing laws at us, let's say, let's look at Biden for a second. He's throwing laws at us and we have like overwhelming evidence of his son doing shit that we pro- we would all sit here and agree is illegal with firearms. And then there's nothing's going to happen to him. Did you see he today's ammo land story? No. What was, he what was be taken in front of a grand jury? No, he's not. Um, and, and I'll let you say, I'll let you say that in a second here, Rich. You know, the other thing is, here in Florida, Rich and I are Florida residents. This school shooting that we had here in Florida, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, how many years ago was that, Rich? Are we like three I don't know years? if it's three or four years. Okay. We're, there's, there's not even a jury. <laughs> there's not a trial yet of that, of that well, guy. Okay, so the guy, uh, he pled guilty, so they're putting a jury together for sentencing. So that, that's what's going on right now. We can't do that, yet we made laws in Florida, for example, you cannot buy a firearm until you're 21 years old. So you could be an adult at 18 years old, and you, and you can't buy a firearm until you're 21 years old. We've got red flags. We've got all kinds of other stupid laws on the books here. Right there. Mm-hmm. I am all about the 21-year-old uh, adjustment to the law. Why? Because I was an 18-year-old. I'd never seen a fucking gun. If you'd have handed me a M16 or AR-15 or a Mini-14... We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. All right, Vince, that was my bad. Go ahead. What were you saying? You, so you're saying you're for a 21-year-old you age limit. Serious good sponsors, man. That's very cool. <laughs> I've been working on it, Vince. I've been working on it. So you That's legit, brother. Okay, so you're for people being age limited until they're twenty one years old to buy guns. You're for that, you're saying. Oh, I am absolutely for that. Why? Yeah. Because I was an eighteen year old fuckhead. I didn't have the sense I was born with. I was always enamored with guns and thought they were cool. Couldn't ever afford them. Didn't know how to buy them. Never did. Um, but I know I had no business having a high fire rifle. Okay, so let me without training without upbringing without anything. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Now, first sure. of all, in Florida, you can't buy anything. You can't buy a handgun. You can't defend yourself. You could be 18, 19 years old, living on your own, traveling around at night. You can't defend yourself. Okay? We're not just talking about an AR-15. Or 15-year-olds or 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So, wait, I missed that. Say that again, Vince. I missed the last part. I said either can 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, they can't defend themselves either. We have a civilized society where you shouldn't need to be able to defend yourself <laughs> at every turn. 
Okay, yeah. So here's mm. the thing, though, Vince. Depending on the neighborhood. Yeah, Vince, you were in the Marines, right? Correct. What age did you go in the Marines? 17. Oh, okay. I mean, so you should not have been in the Marines at 17. You should not have Why? been a Marine. Why? You, you, don't have, you didn't have any fucking sense. <laughs> but they gave me sense and training and discipline and oversight. And put I guns did, in your hands. <laughs> I didn't touch a firearm without weeks of prior preparation on nomenclature and safety and snapping in on the rain on a freaking cement pad with a non-functional M16 and then learned the process and then had multiple people over me during the actual firing of the weapon and teaching me how to handle it safely night and fucking day. Yeah. Listen, uh, 18 year olds don't have that. So listen, if, and, and I hear people, I see people saying this in the chat. If you can't own a firearm until you're 21 years old, you shouldn't be in the military. You shouldn't be able, you, you shouldn't That's be able bullshit. to vote. There's because a whole bunch of things you should not be able to do. I said, the military is the most restrictive with most oversight and the most discipline and the most training to prevent accidents or willful acts. And it's uh, virtually, not literally, virtually impossible to fuck up with a gun in the Marine Corps at 17 years old because I got... I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. I'm gonna say bull. I'm gonna call bullshit on that. I was not in the military, but I am gonna call bullshit on that. Uh, my brother-in-law was in the military, and uh, he got blown up all kinds of stuff by accident. So um, you know, I don't really think that's true. And there's 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 lots of young kids. My uh, for the last ten years, when you cycle, when you cycle, fifty thousand or a hundred thousand recruits through and you have an accident or two accidents that's way different than giving guns to an untrained undisciplined maybe uh troubled youth at 18 years old way different two different environments yeah and i also i also don't believe that only people who went in the military had that kind of discipline for the last 10 years i've owned lots of guns and my kids, who are 22 and 23 years old for the last 10 years, have had all those guns around them. They've shot full auto, all kinds of guns that they've handled, shot, been around, and all that kind of stuff. And they're, and they're totally fine. That's you fine. As long as you're there and you're supervising them. But I don't want your kids at 18 years old going out and buying weapons that they don't know how to use, that they're not, they have no purpose for having it. They've never been trained in self-defense. They don't know the laws about deadly force. I mean, we can go on and on and so on. So do you, do you, you've got kids, right? I do. Okay, I'm assuming your kids are probably my kids' age or older. They're 30-ish. Okay, so if you had, if you had like a 19-year-old daughter that had to be out there late at night, you know, working at some store or something like that and getting around, I'm not saying that you would necessarily want her to be walking <laughs> around with an AR, then Would her you? boyfriend better go fucking pick her up after work, or like I did with my daughter in Tahoe when she got off after dark, I would go escort her. She had to make drops at the bank or whatever for her business she was working, 
and bring her home. That's what you do. So what if? So what if? So what if there's some? What what if there's someone else's daughter out there that doesn't have a badass dad like you, but she still needs to defend defend herself. She can't go and get some kind of. She can't go get something to defend herself and do it responsible unless you're around. No, there's enough enough other options that she doesn't need to carry a gun at 18 or 19 years old that she's never been trained with or never that's i i just listen i've been living on my own since i was 18 years old i didn't have my parents to fall back on or defend me or anything like that and i know there's lots of people out there i'm not saying everyone is like that out there but there's lots of folks out there so i don't know that's one of those i wouldn't agree with let me ask you this between 18 and 21 how many times were you robbed shot at uh, confronted with a gun, um, whatever. Um, between 18 and 21, I'm going to say there was probably about 10 different incidents. I was robbed by police officers before I was 21 years okay, old. Okay, that, 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 so, that's funny. I grew up in New York City. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in New York City in the crack 80s. You know, the part of New York City I lived in was run by John Gotti. So, I mean, it was so totally it should have been insane. good. No, it was totally insane. <laughs> okay. So I, I think that, you know, it, it was a crazy, it was a crazy life for me. I was robbed, all kinds of things, uh, including Dude, by I, people in law enforcement. Through 63 years without being robbed, without fucking... It happens. Other than my law enforcement experience... How is everybody so fucking vulnerable in this world? I just don't get it. Uh, listen, I, I I'm surprised at you, man. You know, I think you know to hear that you at that at 21 years old, wherever you were living, you never came across firearms or anything like that is interesting. Oh, I came across firearms, but I never had anybody threaten to kill me or or shoot up a fucking yeah. store or try to rob me now when i was undercover i had all that shit happen but that's now now listen i read your book when you were a kid you you got into a lot of shit i did oh, okay I, but but you but it was still it, it was still obviously like a cream puff life because dude, I, <laughs> dude I had guns pointed at me chucky diaz the guy who killed mm-hmm. um grandowski in fort bragg california burnt the house to the ground severed the kids' hands, cut their heads off, all that shit. That dude pointed a gun at me when I was like 14 years old. I was there cleaning some pot with a couple of friends of mine, and he didn't know who I was and pointed a fucking gun at me. Again, I went through 63 years, had some questionable experiences, but let's not act like everybody who walks out the door is in great jeopardy of being carjacked, robbed, raped, murdered. There are those environments, and they're all democratically run. New York City, Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. Mm -hmm. It's not rocket science. You knock these guys' dicks in the dirt. They raise a hand or raise a gun to an officer. You put them down. They, you know, and you put them away forever. But they ain't doing that. So now right. everybody thinks, oh, I got to go have a gun and I got to have a... Uh, go so ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Rich jump in here. I'm going to let Rich. Go ahead, Thanks, Rich. man. I, mm-hmm. I agree with a lot of what Vincent says, 
but I'm also more on the side of liberty. So let, let's go to the age thing. Hank and I both grew up in New York. Uh, I grew up out on Long Island. And look, until my mid-20s, I, I was probably, much as Vince described himself, I was absolutely not the right person to own a firearm. And I didn't because I knew myself and I knew it would be irresponsible for me to own a firearm when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. And but I'm saying that, hey, there are people that are responsible. There are 18, 19, 20 year old kids that are responsible and probably could handle it. Me, I was not one of them at the time. And, and the, the thing is, like where we're talking about, you don't know when you're going to get robbed. You don't know who's going to get robbed. That's the whole idea of randomness. That's why we wear seatbelts and have ABS brakes on the cars and fire extinguishers because you don't know when your house is going to burn down either. Yeah. So uh, I – What is I'm the – like I understand – like, hey, listen. I don't – I'm not going to sit here and say to you that like a, a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old right. should be walking around concealed carry. I don't know. that I, That's not necessarily what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying to you is – you know, if I had an adult, which I've got adult children, I want my kids to come home alive to me, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if they're 19, oh. if they're 20, I want them to, to get home alive. It doesn't matter if a police officer shows up and says, okay, someone just killed your kid. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to go hunt him down for you and take care of it because I can't bring that kid back. I had a friend of mine that his daughter was 16 years old. And and a, and a guy, you know, a, a, a tried to force himself on her at gunpoint and wound up shooting her in the hip and all that kind of stuff. Oh, when, when that happens to you, you know, when that happens to your kid, it's too late to pull that back in. Now, at that age, I, I didn't expect her to be armed. Based on one life experience, you think 16-year-olds should be allowed to carry guns? No, I, did, I just said that I don't necessarily think that, but I think that if you... You know, if you're a if you're an 18 year old, a 19 year old, a 20 year old, and you're on your own, okay, and you're responsible for your safety, it's easy to say, "Hey, we're the cops. We'll take care of it when it happens." But th that doesn't bring your kid back. Dude, prevention, you know? prevention is worth a pound of cure. I have five kids. Count five. Mm -hmm. Four boys and one girl. They're mm -hmm. all firearms proficient. They all, when they turn 21, got the CCW and their training and what have you. And they'd all been raised with me and were proficient with firearms. Not one of them would I have given a firearm to before they turned 21. And probably if I had my way, it'd be 25 because that's when I finally got some sense. But I, I can live with 21. Yeah, you know, I I think that not everyone you're is in the not twenty one. You're not not, even not, not not everyone's in the same not everyone's in the same boat. Not everyone's in the same boat. Some people are in situations where they should be able to, you know, they should be able to defend themselves, and they're considered adults. And the thing I think about it is, if in our society we say you're not an adult until you're twenty one, then we shouldn't force you to go somewhere and fight and die for your country until you're twenty one. Forced anybody? We have a totally voluntary military. Stop, dude. There's no draft. Everyone who is in there raise their right hand willingly. When you're how, at what age do you have to sign up for selective service? 18. Yeah. 
18, right? Yeah. So from that point on, you could you could wind up serving, right? But they're not. No. 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 Okay. So nobody's I, I nobody's been drafted in fifty years, dude. Yeah, but that so then so then why does that law exist? In case <laughs> our neck comes under attack, duh. Okay. So this is we listen, my thing and is we gotta settle this go out. Back. Then we go back. We go back to the but they will be run through training, they will have direct supervision, they'll be fucking inundated with firearm safety and they'll have drill instructors over them constantly. They will not be given firearms unless they have a specific purpose for it. So two different animals, man. Okay, and then you start when what age did you start driving? 15, 16, whatever. Oh, okay. So you were driving vehicles. I'm sure you could have taken out a whole bunch of people, right? My kids were driving around that age also. So could have yeah. ran over a parade at Christmas. <coughs> I mean, that's the most likely scenario. That's the statistically the scenario that happens, that, that, that things go wrong, right? You, you get into accidents, you die, you kill someone else. That happens, right? Why do we why do we allow that? We shouldn't even let you even think about that until you're 21. Oh, uh, you're talking about apples and oranges, but No. Or or okay, okay, I'll go to another Wait, thing. You shouldn't be able to almost to, to prosecute someone as an adult until they're 21 either. And you can't unless there's special circumstances. If, if almost an equal amount of people die in car accidents as they do uh from gun uh, from gun shootings. Um, so yeah, I would think even, I would think even more, but also I would think that, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think that we, you know, we, we make things convenient. Obviously politicians don't want to say, oh yeah, you can't vote. You can't do anything until you're 21. We don't consider you an adult until you're 21. Okay. Now, maybe as time goes on here, I think that 21 years old, people aren't fully baked in. There was a time, you know, there was a time in our society that at 16 years old, someone's fully baked in. I know when I was 16 years old, I was responsible. I had a full-time job. I was doing all these things. These are different times. These are different. Yeah. Then we should, uh, then we should adjust for that. We can't just go, you know what? No, I don't want you to own anything until you're 21, but I'm going to hold you responsible for everything you do. We don't hold anybody responsible. We have no bail laws. We have light sentencing. We have all this liberal horseshit that's not holding anybody accountable. So the only other option is fucking tighten up on their ass. You know what? Prosecute, prosecute mm-hmm. these fucking assholes and bury them. I was, I was in Florida with customs before I joined ATF during the vice presidential task force, the uh, organized crime drug enforcement task force. And they flooded South Florida. I'm talking about the early 80s with cocaine wars and everything. Flooded South Florida with ATF agents. And they were making so many cases that the bad guys were like, you know what? You can survive getting busted with five keys of coke, but if there's one gun, you're getting fucked. And you know what? I couldn't hardly find a gun. I seized tons of dope in the Florida Keys when I was with Customs. 
but I couldn't find a gun to save my life. You know why? Because they knew they were getting their ass hammered. Okay, I'm, I'm, you know, since I wasn't there, I'll, I'll have to take that for it. I know that they're still finding guns uh, all over the place in, in Florida, but that's, that's, you know, that doesn't mean anything, right? Well, There's, yeah, the task yeah. force is gone now, and they're yeah. not impetus. This was during the, you know, Cuban siege and all the blue on blue shootings and all the craziness back in the early yeah. 80s. I'm honestly not, I'm not worried about criminals, right? Because I'm not a criminal. I don't want to do bad things. I don't want to break the law. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my rights or anything like that. And criminals really don't care, you know? And so if you, if you make the criminals uh, scared, man, uh, good for you. I'm, I'm for that. You know, the thing that I worry about is all the, the weight and the pressure falls on the regular people and just more and more laws get layered up. And I agree with you that criminals are not prosecuted and all that kind of stuff, but regular people are. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, I can't dispute that. Um, if we drop the hammer, and I mean the hammer, on this gun violence, these gangsters, these street gangs, these biker gangs, these uh, cartel people coming across the board, drop the hammer on them. I mean, you're done if you do gun violence. We'd be a lot better place to live. Because, like, I, I'm, I'm for it. it. I'm for it. I, I, yeah, the, I can't argue with you on that. Gun owning public shouldn't be penalized for the acts of the criminals. Yeah, the problem is it won't happen. That's the problem. And for, for whatever reason, we're living in a world where no one thinks that's going to happen. And then the people who are trying to create and layer more laws that we're going to have to deal with basically have bodyguards and security and protection that we pay for. The pendulum always swings, brother. Look at the history in America. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're, take, we're taking a hard break. We're taking a hard break here. We'll be right back. With ArmsList, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider ArmsList. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like ArmsList. So here we go. So listen, I'm going to take some questions. Here from the audience here. Uh, Corn, does anyone know who Corn Pop is? This oh, yeah, yeah. He's a fellow Floridian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Corn Pop says, what does this guy think of FRT? Do you know what the FRT is, Vince? No. Um, that, that's the FRT, the uh, trigger, right? That's the force reset yes. trigger. Correct. So, so that's that... Um, Rare breed triggers. Yeah, that's like like a binary trigger that was out there. You know that when you pull the trigger, it fires. When you release it, it fires. Um, this one, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. I would say it's just so very as the robust. bolt carrier goes forward, it actually pushes the trigger forward. So you don't no, like a binary. No, you have to move your finger. What? But with no. the force reset, if you just kind of pull back on it, it pushes your finger forward. I'm and the law again. Um, I, 
What is well, the, what law? the law? The law says one it... trigger pull, one tr like the, so. So here's the thing: if you pull the okay, trigger the law, and it fires, the law, the law doesn't say one trigger pull and release. Uh, discharges two bullets. The intent is clear in the law. You want a fucking machine gun? Get a class two fucking license. Right, but what is a machine gun? What's a machine gun? A weapon that fires uh, when you pull with one pull of the trigger. Okay, so that is a machine gun. Now, is it? Let's 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 take away stuff from like all the fancy dancy. Uh, Splitting fucking hairs, Hank. No, but no, no. Let me take. Let me let me say this. So, if you have, like, having a machine, having uh, the ability to make a uh, a firearm into a machine gun, you pull the trigger and it empties the magazine. That's one thing. But what about if you enhance your trigger so that you could pull the trigger faster? Is that is that a crime? In my opinion, you're skirting the law, and it's a technical, uh... You're skirting the law to... So, it's like if you have a car, and the car comes where it's so fast, and then you cars do stuff to make guns. it faster. Cars are not guns. Cars are deadly weapons. They're deadly no, weapons. They're, yeah, they no, are. They cars. are. People, people use cars to kill people all the time. Lamp right here that I can beat you to death with. everything is a deadly weapon everything's right. a deadly weapon no, we're living you... in a we're, we're living in a world where like the bump stock that's literally a piece of plastic that's that's a machine gun okay so how the 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 question here is can people modify their firearms to work better not to be a machine gun but to work better so that if they pull if they if they do this with their finger really fast they can fire a lot of rounds that's been happening Why? from the beginning of firearms Why? What purpose? For all end? kinds of purposes. All kinds. No. There's multiple Why? purposes. There's Tell sport. Sport. Sport is a purpose. Then buy a machine gun and pay the tax. So, all right, let, let's roll back. And I think, Hank, mm -hmm. you got a good point here. Uh, if I compete in three-gun matches and the stock trigger I replace with a polished trigger so I can, you know, fire faster, it has a lighter trigger pull... Is, is that okay in your book? Yeah. Okay. So the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas law that they passed after um, the, the – what was it? February 14th, the Valentine's Day shooting here in Florida mm -hmm. basically says any enhanced trigger I put in a gun, the state of Florida, is illegal. So if I have like a Palmetto State AR-15 and I pop it out, the trigger and drop in a Geisley trigger – that's a crime according to this new law. Now, what does that new trigger you dropped in do? It's just, just a lighter trigger pull. It's just a it better just trigger. To shoot faster. <laughs> yeah, it's just a better trigger. It's no, not it, a standard it, trigger. So, depressing and releasing it only fires one round. Yep. Correct. Yep. Well, that's on Florida, dude. Go to your legislature. Yeah. You no, know, no, I'm I, with you. I'm with you I, on that. Hairs. I think that's crazy. We got gunsmiths all around, lightning trigger pulls. Right, right. You know, Polishing them. Barrels and doing all kind of sweet shit to their guns. It's not against the law. Correct. Well, th what, we're, what we're headed to is like someone's mentioning Jerry Michalik. Do you know Michalik? I know you look at a lot of gun <laughs> stuff. You, have you ever heard of Jerry Michalik, Vince? 
That's that's the guy. Jerry Michalik is the competition shooter that, like, I mean, he shoots everything real fast. He could shoot a single action, you know, army, you know, revolver really fast. He could shoot anything really fast. At some point, it's going to come down to, oh, you could pull the trigger on that thing really fast. Okay, you're a criminal. Your fingers are machine guns. I. Huh? No. Not. You don't don't think it is? Not in any of the federal or the states. They're losing their minds trying to put all kinds of crazy ass laws out there. I've not heard one person say, oh, well, if you can pull the trigger faster, then you need to be banned or. Or what I have, I've heard them say that they're they're constantly talking about that. They're constantly talking about making that trigger pull more difficult to do, to do this thing, to do that. Listen, where these guys are gonna, th- this is not on you, but these guys aren't gonna stop, man. They're not gonna stop. The intention here is not to stop. The intention is to but ban these things out win. of existence. They're not gonna win either. This is America, and the Supreme Court has fallen. On the side of gun owners, yes, there are. California's a fucking train wreck. You know that I couldn't fucking buy a guy to wait ten days, being a retired federal agent, and then I had to sign some document saying I wouldn't use lead ammo in the state. <laughs> yeah, well, I was yeah, like, well. you got to be fucking shitting me. California now makes the man of anyone selling a firearm in. California, no matter what state they're from, they have to put on the box that the firearm could be carcinogenic. And, well, that's any product in California. Yeah. So yeah. basically, you have to prove your product is not carcinogenic. So, so what people. California, or if you do, go to the fucking ballot and get these dipshits out. You got I, simple, simple choices here. I got tired of California. That's my home state, man. I was mm-hmm. born and mm-hmm. raised in San Francisco. I love Oh, that that's state. exactly what's wrong with you. Now I know. I love that <laughs> And I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you, Vince. But I had to- <laughs> you were born in San Francisco, you bastard. <laughs> but I had to get the fuck out. Yeah, no, I, I understand. So what do you... Th- okay, listen, you brought up the Supreme Court, right? Um, do you think that the Supreme Court is is going to come out with, uh, you know, I think right now we have the New York uh, Pistol Rifle Association. There's yep. uh, they're, they're in front of the Supreme Court. Right. And I think we're the Supreme Court is about to end their session, I think. Yes. And they're, yes. And they're supposed they're, to come out with stuff, but they've been intimidating them lately. You know, probably you've been looking at that, Vince. They don't care. There's fucking Supreme Court, man. You think they give two fucks about a bunch of fucking LGBTQ abortion rights fucking people marching in front of their house. What I hear is they're scared. They arrested a guy today from California. From California, they arrested someone today that was um, saying that he wanted to uh, go after Justice Kavanaugh. They're not gonna be intimidated by that shit. They're the fucking Supreme Court, dude. I would hope so. Okay, so what do you think that what you know? Let's just we're and we're all guessing here, right? We're all guessing. I'm not right. going to hold you to it, but I I will make a I will make a clip out of it. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what do you think the Supreme Court? Is, how do you think their decision is going to come down uh, towards the Second Amendment? I think ninety five percent of the time. 
they're going to err on the side of the Constitution. There may be, I mean, I don't know the arguments before the court. I don't know the evidence before the court. Um, but they have consistently shown that just like the First Amendment, the 14th Amendment, the Fourth, Fifth Amendment, the Second Amendment is gospel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how, how do you feel about, uh, you know, like our current president, uh, Biden, came out and said that the Second Amendment is not absolute? What do you feel about that? I feel he's a dipshit. And when, when he talked about his wife going out and pointing a shotgun in the air, <laughs> and that would scare off the home invaders, I think he showed everything we need to know about him. He said that the nine millimeter will blow your lung out your back. I don't carry a nine millimeter because it's a piece of shit round. I carry a 45 ACP, and that will fuck your lungs up. All right, now listen. You know, I could take a lot of stuff, but don't don't come down against nine millimeter, man. Come on now. <laughs> the, the you know the FBI has done the ballistics on nine millimeter. Damn it, Vince. Oh, oh, the FBI. <laughs> oh, well, there you have it. They have okay. Nine you. millimeter is different now. Come on. There I know you you've been doing this a long time. Nine millimeter is not like the, oh, okay. Between nineteen, don't quote me on this because I don't have it in front of me. But not uh, ATF went to the nine millimeter subsonics in like ninety one ish, give or take. And for the next five years, we couldn't deanimate or stop a threat. With less than five or six or seven shots. What? So hold on a second. Okay, I'm confused. Why did the ATF go to subsonics in the nine millimeters? Were, were you Dude, guys? I, they did, didn't did, ask was there su- was there suppressors on the guns? Why would they? Why did they go? They, to- didn't, my, they didn't ask my permit because we're carrying <laughs> the MP5s and uh, all that. But I don't. We, okay. Oh, so okay. So you guys were carrying the MP5s as what? Not obviously you had. What was your side? What was your sidearm supposed to be in the ATF? Did you get to choose that or? No, we had a six-hour okay. nine-millimeter back in the day. Okay. The MP5, and we would put four, five, six rounds on a suspect, mm-hmm. and not in the threat. Wow. And that went on for years. So and we, and the, and the and the MP5s did not they they were they integrally suppressed or suppressed in any way? No. Oh, okay. That doesn't make sense. So okay. we went to the forty calibers and had much better mm-hmm. performance in the field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think. Look, I think ballistics gets better over time. You know, um, and and the technology for, for uh, ballistic technology has gotten. Like a lot better. I mean, I've seen 380 take down like a black bear. So I do a lot of oh, stuff with with the guy from yeah, Fort Scott Munitions. Yeah, there's an exception to every rule. But when you ATF had the most shootings of any federal agent during mm-hmm. that period, mm-hmm. and again, I don't know the exact period. It was like 91 to 95 or mm-hmm. 90 to 94, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and we weren't getting the job done. Yeah. And Corn Pop says, and killing dogs. I'm just throwing that in there, Vince. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I've killed dogs. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, there's going to be hate on that one. Uh, he says that I think they went to the 147s due to better reliability when it came to penetrating windshields compared to 115s and 127s. So they went to heavier to get through. What in the fuck did you just say, man? <laughs> the great. What? He's talking about Algebra? the great. <laughs> that's the great okay look t ballistic technology has gotten better i think nine millimeter is pretty good i get it i'm not i'm not telling people what millimeter is the best millimeter but you know um all right okay. so we all know it's 10 i reported to camp lejeune in 1981 as military policeman and sergeant mm -hmm. of marines mm -hmm. in that in 1981 i responded to seven shootings all of them were with a 45. Mm -hmm. All of them were fatal. Mm -hmm. I responded to leg wounds that were fatal. I okay. responded to single shots that were fatal. Um, okay. So it's a personal choice. You, I carry a 380 every day. Mm -hmm. Two magazines, extra magazines, and I go, I got hollow point ammo. Because I'm just running around Rogersville, Tennessee. I mean, it could happen, but if it mm -hmm. does, I, I feel I'm adequately protected. But when mm -hmm. I go out to dinner and go out to town and go to bigger town, whatever, I carry my 45. Okay. Yeah, when you feel like there's a, a bigger threat. Okay, let's make the let's make I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Rich make a prediction of what the. Uh, what the Supreme Court is going to do in regards to the Second Amendment. Got any predictions? It, it does seem like they're leaning towards, um, you know, justifying what or siding with the New York State Sportsman's Club. I believe that's, that's the right thing mm -hmm. about uh, carrier permits in New York. Because basically in New York, if you're going to carry uh, – so I did photography in New York and I had $20,000 worth of photography gear. I was never able to carry because I had $20,000 worth of gear with me because it wasn't cash. Now, if you're carrying large amounts of cash mm -hmm. in New York and you can prove it, you can get a carry permit for that. But forget about equipment. Mm -hmm. So I, there are justifications on why you can and can't get a gun to carry in New York is kind of you know, crazy. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, basically, unless you're connected, you, you don't get a carry permit. Right. There's been a lot of corruption. New York loses that fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're saying the state of New York will lose the fight. Therefore, the Supreme Court is going to side on, you know, the side of the Second Amendment. Right. I do. OK. I do. Um, you know what? I, I want to say that. I want to say that, too. But I, I feel like the Supreme Court. Is gonna punt it. I feel like they're gonna they they they've significantly scared the shit out of them. I agree with Vince. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be scared. But I think this whole thing with them leaking the Roe v. Wade thing and all that is gonna make them punt this issue, and that's gonna be disappointing to me. I see. I don't think they can punt because they took okay. it. They need to make a decision on. It. They're not gonna say, "Hey, the lower court ruling stands." They they've actually got to make a decision on this now. John okay. Crump would know better about that. Right. Yeah. I think Crump says that they won't punt, and they will. It will come down. I hope. I hope that happens. I hope that happens. I'm not sure what it means, though, when we're living right now where there's just every single day there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of bills getting thrown out there every single day. I know I was uh, I was talking. 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Vince. I totally. Um, it's scary. But yeah. You know what? The day you don't live in New York and mm. I don't live in you know New York, so fuck them. If they oh, keep voting yeah. in mm-hmm. those fucking Chuck Schumers and the rest of those fucking pukes, then they get what they deserve. As long as Tennessee lets me carry a gun wherever I want to go, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I would second uh, fuck New York also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm I trying. Grew, I grew up in New York. So um, I'm trying to pull it up here, but I saw Gun Owners of America had a um, – I saw this on Twitter, and I'm trying to find it, but – You're looking for the uh, Hunter Biden story? Or? No, there was a bill that they were talking about that passed through uh, Congress, even with Republican support, that even taking your, your gun apart – to clean it would be illegal and therefore make you you would have to oh, I didn't even a, hear about that. you would have to be licensed and I, I I want to verify that before I bring it up so I probably yeah. I probably should come back to that um, let me see hold on a second uh, someone was yeah. so New York mm-hmm. in in preparation of losing New York State in preparation of losing is passing all sorts of crazy regulations mm-hmm. uh, they want to ban featureless AR-15s. Um, mm-hmm. They, uh, what else? So you got to be 21 to have a long gun. Uh, there, there's a couple more things that they're, that they're going throw, after. They're just throwing a bunch of shit at the wall to see what, uh, to, to see what sticks out there. Let me say this it's real quick. Go ahead. New go York. Ahead. It's New York. Fuck them. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's I agree. My, San Francisco, my hometown. You want to let your citizens be out there fucking getting shot and robbed and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, shame on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw the thing. I think there was, wasn't there a recall vote of the prosecute of the uh, district attorney? In, yes. Was that, was yeah, that San conceded. Francisco? Was that yes, San Francisco? Correct. Yeah. Yep. And this is the guy who, there was a guy stealing a car that deliberately swerved that car at a mother and a baby and he didn't want to put this guy away. Why he Ooh. got called. Huh? Why he got <laughs> called. Yeah, this is why he got recalled. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me get this what out here. You, what did they expect? Uh, the spawn of two domestic terrorists and murderers. What did they expect? And once Fuck. again, Vince, that, yeah, these, yeah, the, if you're voting for idiots like this where you live, you're just trying to screw your own self over. We're going to yeah, take a yeah. quick break. We're going to come right back here. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. So uh, I just want to, I don't want to get back into the caliber debate, but uh, there are some comments that people have about calibers. So I'm just going to let people get their things in here. Brian Quick said 45 ACP in the 80s and 90s did perform better than 9mm. I still believe it holds an edge, but 9mm has gotten better. And then Night Train says, I recall speaking to a former jailer, and he says he's seen many inmates who survived 9mm wounds but literally none incarcerated who did it. Um, he says who did it survive being shot with a forty-five. So I don't know. 
uh, didn't survive. Oh, I think, oh, if you got shot with a forty-five, like Vince is saying, then they didn't survive. I think that's what Night Train is saying there. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that in. So now I don't know where this is coming from, Vince. I don't know the background, but I know Gun, uh, uh, Gun Owners of America did post this. See right here, it says U.S. House of Reps votes 233 to 194, including 13 Republicans. Uh, no, okay, no, that's the, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. Uh, where the hell is it? Okay, damn it. I'm messing up here. I'm reading the wrong thing. That is not the freaking uh, thing that I saw. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry about that. Okay, here's here's the one. Here's what I was saying. So, U.S. House of Reps votes 226 to 194. There's a bunch of these going through. That's why this is happening. So, they vote right. 226 to 194 to criminalize disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling your gun without a firearm manufacturer's license, including eight Republicans. Oh, dude, that is some arbitrary shit that some liberal got put out that that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard that ain't it's never gonna get ground they can propose all kind of shit mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean that's that's insane that's insane if that's you know if that's what I'm gonna do is I'll try to see if we could get John I'm, Trump. Cer I'm certain there are bills out there I haven't seen them and I'm not Stating this as a fact, but I'm certain there's bills out there that say you can't load your gun mm -hmm. without supervision in your own house or, mm -hmm. or crazy shit out there. Mm -hmm. Just because it's a bill that somebody tries to, like AOC tries to fucking enamor her constituency, doesn't mean it's a law or it's going to pass. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i see if we can... Uh... You know, I'll see if we can get any kind of clarification on that. Listen, man, there's still laws in places in America where it's illegal for a black person to marry a white person. So we got too what? many stupid. <laughs> yeah, oh, there, there are. I'm telling you. Oh, they we, might be on the books, but they're yeah. never enforced. No, enforced. I don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone's enforcing it. But, you know, we got to we have too many laws. The, the first you thing we should do is simplify the, the law. That I know where I had in New York City when I'm out in public. That I mean, you have that you have to wear a hat, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's keep it down to earth and the real shit that's going on. Yeah. We've got too many laws. I think without a doubt we have too many laws. Brian Quick says I don't take caliber debate serious. I don't want to be shot with a twenty two from a North American arms uh, mini revolver. Uh, do that. <laughs> do that. Have you ever been shot, Vince? You ever been shot? No. Fuck no, oh. I was way too good for that shit. Were you shot at? <laughs> shot at. Shot at, okay. All right. Um, Dude, I've been shot at and missed, spit at and hit, run over by cars. Um, but no, I've never been shot. Look at this. Does this look like a face that's been shot? Uh, it looks like You're a too face. pretty. Yeah, it looks like a face that's definitely shot a lot of mofos. <laughs> I will say that. I'll say that. Have you, what about stabbed? Any stabbings? Um, once, yeah. Oh, okay. What yeah, was that? Bad. Is is that something you could tell us about, or? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in the police office, 
Pastor in Athens, Georgia, uniformed police officer, went to a domestic. Mm-hmm. She's screaming, he's beating her, and he needs to go to jail, and he's violent, and everything, and he was. Mm-hmm. And we went to take him down, and we did. And in the process, broke a mirror on a, a dresser or whatever. It all came tumbling down, and she grabbed a piece of the mirror and stabbed me in the back. Mm. Oh, Jesus! A mirror? Oh my God, that's all kinds of bad luck. <laughs> all she did was when she stabbed me and hit Kevlar, her hands slid down the glass, sliced her hands open. We had to get ambulance for her to take her to the fucking hospital. Oh, ooh, okay. But that's you, a mess. but, but th- so that did not go through your your Kevlar then? Nope. Okay. All right. Okay. So, but and wait, just, I did. I did, however, punch her in the face. Just, <laughs> just for. I, I'm gonna say that was deserved. <laughs> um. So, okay, who broke the mirror? This is really important. <laughs> we all did. Oh, so everybody broke the mirror. Okay, so whatever. Bad luck. I don't know if you even believe in that. I definitely don't. It was just a fight, so, man. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Vince, would would you be in favor of a 50-state uh, reciprocity that I could carry? I have my permit in Florida. Absolutely. If you have passed whatever your state's requirement is, you should be able to carry anywhere in the United States, continent or otherwise, territories and otherwise. And realistically, that's the only reason I care about New York is like, hey, if I've, I've been in New York, hopefully I don't have to go there much more, but uh, that I'm able to carry because I have a Florida permit and I'd like to be able to carry in other states. Are you familiar with H.R. 218? Uh, was that the law enforcement? Uh, no, I think that's the law enforcement thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where any state, federal, state, local, or federal officer who retired in good standing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. proper proper documentation, we can now carry in all 50 states and any territories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm told, and I haven't been there yet, and I don't give a fuck, but I'm told that in New York, you could run into some issues with honoring H.R. 218, which is a federal fucking law. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy with an issue, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of... Was, wasn't that, that... I think it was... Wasn't it New Jersey that the guy that was a former FBI agent was moving his guns? And for some so for some reason, he went. He was going through New Jersey, and they went after him, and they didn't care if he, you know... There was something like that. I, I, I'll, I'm probably messing it up. Yeah, yeah, there's always dumb shit like that going on. Shout out to DLD After Dark. He's out there. He says, Hank Flying Rich, ATF guy. What's up, mofos? That's from DLD After Dark. Um, so there you go. Let me ask you this because we can't, you know, I the time is actually good. Whenever you're on, Vince, time goes fast, man. And I was trying fast. to. Oh, my phone is dying, so we probably don't have a whole lot of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, do you have a power cord? I don't want to get it, but I do. Oh, Vince, come on now. Come on. Well, they don't have that in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't He doesn't have a license to carry that power cord. How much time is left? We've got uh, about... 25 minutes. 30 no, minutes. we've got about 35 minutes. All right, I'm going to go get my power cord and a drink. I'll be oh. right back. Oh, yeah, okay, definitely <laughs> a drink. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, 
I'm gonna bring up this. Uh, I'm gonna bring up this article here, but I want to wait until Vince comes back so he can hear what we're talking about. Uh, this thing with uh, Biden's nominee to lead the ATF. What's his name? Steve. How do you say this? Is it Steve Dettelbach? Doodlebug. Doodlebug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll wait. I'll wait for Vince to come back on that one. Um, let's see here. And then Rich, of course, is snacking. I'm I'm trying to take a bite of my dinner oh, with that. Oh, you know what? Damage. I like how it sh- you you right now you've uh, is that your 50 BMG your SHT it is. 50? Are, are we in that? the Gordon section? Yeah, sh- you know what? While we're waiting on Vince finding his thing, man, let's see this gun. Come on now, oh, well, pop I'll, it out I'll here. Hold up. Oh, there you go. You got a you got a sticker with that gun, huh? A patch. Oh, oh look at that beast. How long is this barrel? Nice. Twenty nine inches. Twenty nine. It's big and black. Yes. So I got the single shot. I got Mm -hmm. the Safety Harbor firearms lower. Very cool. Love it. So I got the whole... Boy, that's a workout. Yeah. That is cool. So I got to get an optic for it. What size barrel did you get, Hank? Uh, Good question. I I cannot remember. (laughs) Uh, What's that, 29? I don't know if mine's 29. I think mine might be the same barrel length. But since, you know, oh, yeah? it's, it's funny that you brought that up because guess what? Guess what? You got the uh Yeah, I keg? got my Yeah, my Keg 12 right here. There you go. We'll see what Vince thinks about these. These are, it's an AOW. It's an well, AOW. Both are 50 caliber. Yeah. So there you go. This is my um I really like this. I, I love that. I love that weapon right there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that if, if it wasn't for my Mini 14, that would be the gun right by my bed. This? Oh, okay. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, a, this is a nice little I gun. For, yeah, That's nice, very cool. Nice little gun from Safety Harbor Firearms there. Um, and I know one of the things that people, you know, Vince, there's been... Oh, yes, yes. Let's remind everyone, rattlesnakes. <laughs> rat snakes, sorry. Rat, rat snakes. snakes. Rat snakes, not rattlesnakes. Rat snakes is the book. Vince, Vincent Sheffalu is the author. You guys can find that. I think it's on Amazon. It's on a bunch of different places. Lola probably has a, a link that she's put in somewhere for that, or you guys will find it um, in the description of this. So lately, Vince, I know I asked you about JSD earlier um, that I think the ATF is shutting them down, but there's been other companies that I've heard that the ATF is, is like taking away people's license and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's another company that the guy makes. Um, what is it? Is it a uh, twenty twenty millimeter? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. guy over by Walter. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like get that. Get into deep with like the name of the company and all that. But basically, this guy's being put out of business. Um, he made some errors, and the ATF came there and found these errors where in the past they would have said, "Okay, we'll let you You're sort that up." Your mic, your mic is fu- fucking up. You're coming in garbled. Oh, am I? Okay. Can you hear? Can you hear me? You're you're good. Yeah, I, I, it might be his connection, his internet. Yeah, maybe it's your connection. Can you hear me now, Vince? I can hear you, but it's garbled. Oh, okay. I don't know. That might be. That may or may not be your connection. So anyway, I I in the past the ATF would have let companies if they made mistakes when they're getting their inspection sort out those mistakes. And now they're not doing it. They're just pulling licenses. Have you heard that? Uh, dude, that's the administration. Mm-hmm. You know, ATF, 
um, without a director and totally at the will of the administration, whoever's the acting director at the time and the deputy director, they, they have no horsepower. The administration calls them and says, shut these things down. Doesn't matter if there's a law or an executive order, just shut them down. We don't like them. You know, our, our people cave to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's unfortunate to hear that. Like I, you know, knowing of, uh, oh, now I'm hearing some, now I'm hearing some global things coming through. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's you, Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Move your phone around a little bit. You might have your phone or someone. I think it's the Chinese power cord he's got. Yeah. Someone's. Oh, Vince froze. We lost him altogether. So we have to get him back here. There's no more internet in Tennessee. That was his phone. (laughs) We'll get him back here in a second. He'll come back on. We'll get him back on. Um, uh, Yeah, we'll get him back on here and we'll get into it. Uh, Let me see. I'm trying to pull up. You know, when I hear stories like that of, of folks that have had their company for a long time and then they're forced to go out of business because they're getting their... That's it. Yeah, it just really sucks. Lola just put a link to uh, Rat Snake on Amazon, so... Okay, cool. There you go, if you guys want to uh, to, to follow up with Vince's book. I've read the whole thing. It's a very good book. If you get a chance to, you know, you'll you'll get a good background into Vince and who he is. We have it. I, I don't see him dialing back here. So... Maybe his phone died. Yeah. Let me see if I can reach out to him and see what's up with his phone. You know, Vince, he you got to take him from his law and order background. He's like, hey, play by the rules and, you know, don't go around the gray areas. Don't bend the rules. And I kind of get that. But I mean, I know I'm more on the freedom and liberty side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, you know, the best way to say this is one. I pre- I know some people get mad when I have Vince come on, but I think Vince is not a bad person. He's a good guy, you know. Uh, he's the old school kind of good guy out there, and not everyone would come on here and take the pressure of obviously, you know, we hate the ATF over here <laughs> where we are, right? From our point of view, so I appreciate Pretty that. Pretty much, yeah, I appreciate that. I think that he knows what he believes in. He stands mm-hmm. his ground mm-hmm. with that. He's like, you know, he's not going to back off of something or whatever. And I appreciate it. I don't think we're all necessarily supposed to agree. Although, yeah, man, I'm with you, you know. I think that a lot of times these laws are used to just punish the law-abiding the law abiding people. And we have too many of them, which I think in a lot of ways he agrees with that. So, um, I'm not sure if we're getting Vince back or not. His phone might have completely died, like you said. Maybe he didn't even, wasn't even able to actually plug it up. And that was... That was the phone going out. Go ahead. What's up? Dark says the uh, gray area is where the best part of life happens. Right. right <laughs> yeah. yeah. We know. We know what Dark gets up to. That's why. Yeah. That's why Dark just hit 3,000 subs. Oh, cool. Congratulations. It, Congratulations and he had the curse that. of the 3,000 sub plaque that he had made six months ago. Okay. And, <laughs> what is that? And he was like at oh, 2,900 boy. for the last six months. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he had the plaque made up, 
and then yes. it, yeah, then he was just spinning. Yeah. So he he did hit three thousand subs last night, but okay, cool. I do believe the curse of the plaque is still continuing. Yeah. Because his daughter got COVID and they're on ten day lockdown. Oh no! Yeah. The, why is there so, another round of COVID going around? Well, yeah. I, I don't know. But I, I I think if he burns the plaque, everything will be fine. Yeah, I agree with you. Or burn some incense. At least just burn some incense <laughs> over it. That'll do. You'd be surprised of how good that uh, that is. Lola says Vince enlisted in the Marines, spent six years in the military police, and served in a classified special operations unit uh, for the ATF. Huh. And he did a lot of stuff. Like he was the guy that would go undercover in bike gangs and stuff like that. If you if you read the book. So I'm surprised. He, Vince is keeping, he's very well informed for somebody that's retired. Because so all he's, of the, he's a gun guy. He's a gun yeah, guy. Yeah, all man. of the news, he's up on the news. I, I was yeah. I was pretty surprised. And politically, he's on our side. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know look, I think that even one day they're going to come, like he was talking uh, just now about, you know, the laws that if you served in law enforcement for this amount of time, and then you know uh, you, you know you you did it honorably or whatever, and then you retire. Right. You you have this license that goes for all states. And mm-hmm. uh, in general, I don't like special treatment for law enforcement. Right. At, at right. the same time, I don't have a problem with that. If someone spent this much time in law enforcement and they're a good guy out there, why not have them able to be armed everywhere they go? They might. And we've heard stories of those folks helping people. But I think one day we'll find, like, as these laws keep getting layered and layered on, and it doesn't stop bad, evil people from doing bad, evil things, they'll even, they'll even rip all that stuff back, you know? And they'll even start to think, oh, no, these, this for, former law enforcement guy, we don't like him because we don't like how he thinks. So see, I, I think I'm okay with you know former law or current and former law enforcement having 50 state carry because I think everybody should have 50 state carry. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and and I I do agree with you. I'm not for special privileges like the uh, uh, Congress exempting themselves from Obamacare and stuff like that, or exempting themselves from getting vaccinated. I think that's a lot of bull. If laws should apply to everybody equally. Yeah. Um, I, I am asking John Crump about that. Did you hear when I was talking about the, uh, the, the tweet from gun, o- that gun owners of America put out? Yeah, I'm, I got that queued up here. That's crazy. He says that's related to ghost gun stuff, but it's very poorly written. So probably <clears throat> it would technically even fall in, you know, it's just like we were, you know, we were talking about what's going on here in Florida, that they are trying mm-hmm. to go after binary triggers, but it's essentially... Um, depending on who's the DA or here right. in Florida, they could take that and go after anyone at a two-gun or three-gun match. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Any kind of enhanced trigger. And, yeah. and, and again... The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran-owned and with over 20 years' experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit 
the number two, acommerce.com. All right, we're back here. Sorry about that. You were saying we were talking about um, about uh, like the stupid laws in Florida and even these potential laws in regards to ghost guns that, that cover more than what they say it covers. And in, in I, I don't know if it was intentional or by mistake that they say enhanced triggers. Is it because you don't know what you're talking about? You think enhanced just covers anything other than stock, which, which would be a binary, and you want to make that illegal? Or is it you just wanted to be a th- give police another way to say, hey, that guy's really trigger, you're a criminal? Um, I'm going to probably say it was all of the above and stupidity. First of all, let's realize that Republicans uh, made this thing happen and definitely controlled the language of the bill. But they don't really know what they're talking about, right? So, right, and, and I... I think they definitely people, they definitely didn't uh, talk to people in this. I think they did want to go after the binary triggers, but then they mm-hmm. were trying to legally cover any kind of description of a binary trigger. But really, a binary trigger is not illegal in and of itself, right? So hold on, I right. think we got Vince coming back in. Looks like Vince got his uh, phone work in here. Hey, Vince. Hey guys. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Did your did your cable not work? <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, alcohol didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Go sideways on the phone. Go sideways on the phone. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And then there you go. Okay. Awesome. So before uh, before we lost you there, and uh, we I wanted to talk to you about this because we were talking about. Uh, the nominee and all that kind of stuff. I think you were mentioning, you know, the whole situation going on at the ATF. There's really been no leadership at the ATF. Even under Trump, we weren't able to get any real leadership there, although I thought that could have been done. If there was a will to do it, we could have gotten someone into the ATF uh, instead of where we're at right now. (laughs) We got to quit with the political appointees, the attorneys, uh, uh, you know, presidential buddies. We need to get a cop in there, a top cop, a Bill Gates, or someone in there that says we're not playing politics. We're enforcing the law, and if you fuck up with a gun, we're gonna bury you. Not all this other controversy. Look, they uh, uh. Announced a nominee for the director of ATF, right? Mm-hmm. And right on the heels of that, they announced a fucking interim director who's just another attorney. Mm-hmm. So we had Marvin Richardson. Mm-hmm. Total dipshit, had no business. <laughs> yeah, you talked but, about him the last time you were on. Yeah. But he was the boss. Mm-hmm. So they decided they didn't like Marvin's way of doing business, but they hadn't appointed or um, nominated a director yet. So they bring in some attorney to be the interim director while they're confirming a potential permanent director. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I, it's, I, go ahead. I think they were mad at Marvin Richardson and they just needed him out. Some there was something 
there's more than we know there because there's no reason you just show them the door that quick and, and throw somebody well, else in. Well, no, it's it's pretty clear what that was. Okay. He had um, gone to the shot show and extended an olive branch to the industry and said, look, we know you don't agree with us. We don't agree with you, but there's got to be a happy medium. Maybe we can work together and get some sanity back into the firearms industry. And that sent Biden over the top. How dare him try to negotiate? And and I have nothing good to say about Martin Richardson, except that was a savvy move. We're not mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. enemy of we're not the enemy of the firearms industry. You should have been. You should have been. How many inspections and you know um, that I went on over my twenty-seven years. FFLs love me. They loved our inspectors. We came in, we found some glitches. You forgot to dot this higher across this T, so don't do that anymore. And you know, see you next year. And that was that. Mm-hmm. But now they're fucking bludgeoning and blaming the FFLs for all this carnage when it's got nothing to do with the FFLs. That's like like you said earlier. It's like blaming Ford for selling cars. And somebody ran over a a woman and her child in a Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say 100% of the FFLs out there are angels. There's probably a, a small percentage. I don't know what the number would be. You would know better than me. But for the, for the FFLs out there that you clearly can demonstrate that these guys got that FFL to do bad stuff and they're doing it, f- for sure, man, I'm with it. Take them out. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be there, shouldn't yeah. be doing yeah, it. Small percentage. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I mean, there was a couple. There was a couple that I shit hammered. I mean, I sent to prison and I seized their assets and whatever because mm-hmm. they were fucking with the law. Mm-hmm. But 99% of them, I got to tell you, sometimes an inspector would say, hey, we'd like an agent to come out here because there's a bunch of class three weapons or, or just whatever, just for safety and just because they were, you know. And we go out there, they were the nicest people in the world, had their AMD books right there, had their 4473s right there. And if a mistake was caught, we didn't try to fucking close them down. Now, I don't know that that's not true. No, yeah, there's uh, there's a there's a guy that I know personally, man, that they just put him out of business, and he's been in business for twenty years, and he's got to close his books up. Once because- he he spent a house worth of money bringing this court case. Yeah, just trying to get the permission to fix it. To like, hey, let me fix these whatever discrepancies exist, and then move on. And they're like, no, you you got to go. So. What do you think? What do you think about this new guy? I have this article here. Uh, Biden's nominee to lead ATF faces Judiciary Committee, uh, Steve Dettelbach. What do you think about that guy? Um, well, I'm a purist, dude, and our agency has never run smoothly when an attorney was in charge. Attorneys are risk averse. Attorneys are political. Attorneys are always looking for the argument instead of just enforcing the law. It's really pretty simple. 
I didn't have a lot of gray areas when I was on the job. I'd go to places and I thought it was a heinous criminal act and I'd find out, well, it's really not that heinous. And in fact, it was a mistake, an honest mistake by an honest citizen. And I'd move on. Now, um, Biden just wants to crush anybody who has anything to do with firearms. And he appoints an attorney? What does an attorney know about enforcing the laws? Well, definitely politics. (laughs) Politics. Yeah, politics. Politics. So who would you... Oh, damn it, we lost him again. (laughs) Just when I was about to ask him a juicy question. Yeah. We we lost him. uh, We lost Vince again. Let's see if we get him back. I don't know. I have no idea if we'll get him back. I was just about to ask him who he thought would be... um, a, a good nominee for, for the director of the ATF. Do you have any, uh, do you have any? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Okay. I don't think so. I don't trust. John I don't Crump. Trust. John Crump. Yeah. John Crump. I would say, okay. Yeah. Crump is a, because nobody would be allowed to talk to him. Crump is an honorable man. He's an honorable man. You know, <laughs> that's what we need. I, I don't trust any of these freaking uh, actors, politicians, you know, um, I Rob Olson. There's an attorney I would I would go with. Rob Olson. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even look at what McConaughey had to say. Well, do you know what was McConaughey's deal? I can't even. I didn't even want to be bothered. What a yeah. what a freaking sock puppet. I. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. He he grew up in Uvalde. He had a gun. A gun's a tool. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. you know, and he came out against guns. So. Yeah. I. All of these people and I. I just dropped a video at eight o'clock. I, I had it scheduled. My Congress critter, Brian Mast, uh, he's for every gun control measure that's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he uh, was an EOD tech. He was in the military. He's pro-gun. And it's like, dude, you're, you're the biggest POS out there. Yeah. I think that um, it's easy for a lot of people who don't understand what you know the world. That For sure, I don't think everyone has to live there, right? And I don't have all my guns with me when, you know, at any given point of the day, you know, I'm not walking around with however many guns I own. So for sure, that gun that I have with me, it's there for a reason, right? And the other Mm -hmm. guns have a reason, you know, multiple reasons why they're there. And I don't think that these people understand that. You know, I remember when Eminem said, oh, you know, why do you need a hundred guns? Why do you need a hundred anything? Okay, why do you need a hundred anything? And you don't need a hundred anything to do damage. You don't even need one gun to do damage. So, you know, I think it's a weird thing when these people get involved in this stuff and they have no idea all the different places that people can like these things for. And, and, And at the end of the day, the Second Amendment is, in my opinion, absolute, which I think we've talked about already here that, hey, you have the right to, to bear arms and it doesn't really matter if you what you you know you want it for defense to hunt because you think it's cool <laughs> whatever it is you have that right to do it you know and that's not the problem that we're facing I, did McConaughey t- ask them why there was no uh, protection for this school why it wasn't hardened why they didn't have plans I, or things I don't, in place serious all I, all I all I saw were clips on Instagram so I, yeah. I don't know in depth what he said yeah uh but again you know the next thing i saw on instagram was him with like three security dudes around yeah 
you know, walking down the street. This is the problem. You don't have to live like other people and you don't have to face, you know, like I know Vince was saying this in the beginning that he never felt he had to face anything. But we see this mm-hmm. all the time. There are people living in places sure. where they do have to face stuff. I, I look, you wear seatbelts, you have fire extinguishers. You, you no, but we see people getting home invaded. We see that. Yes. You yeah. know, we see before before we started the show up, I saw someone posted a video of a young black kid getting robbed at gunpoint. And there was oh, people just putting like 20 cameras in his like the other people around were just standing around recording it while he's getting robbed at gunpoint, you know. And if I lived in that city, I would want to I would want to eliminate the people going around doing that. I don't want mm-hmm. that to oh, be yeah. done to my Hell children yeah. or anyone else's children. Right. I right. would want I would want to have the right to just get rid of these people and do it myself instead of waiting around for the police or anyone else to do it. But in those cities, you don't have the ability to do that. You can't stop that. And it's terrible to think that your kid could be out there getting robbed by multiple guys with guns and then 10, 20 people just stand around fucking recording it with their phones. Yes. Yeah, that's nuts. I, you know, here's, here's the thing. Like I used to think I'm a sheepdog and then my wife, she's like, Hey, no, your, your firearms protect you and our family, mm-hmm. you know, going out on the line. And I, I think there's some gray area there, but generally, mm-hmm. you know what? I kind of agree with it. I'm not going to sit by while something, you know, horrible happens. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if I have the option of calling a cop and helping defuse something before it goes too far, I'm going to lean towards that. The only way to stop what's happening in America, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with it. I think it's atrocious and horrible to see what happened in Uvalde. But there's horrible things happening every day. And, um, you know, when you build up a lot of the singular horrible things that happen, it's massively, massively worse than that one, one incident, which is horrible on its own, right? And the only way that we have a stop, we don't have, we don't have superheroes, <laughs> right, right. We don't have superheroes. Uh, Police officers. Although the boys don't is back on season three. Yeah, but yeah, and it sucks. But you know, oh uh, no. You know, in my opinion, it's it's a lot of bullshit. It's lots of reasons to show uh, penises. Uh, but anyway, oh, more of that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't want to see sausage. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I see don't sausage. I can see sausage whenever I want to. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the thing I'm saying to you is, we don't have superheroes. Okay, we don't have even the police, even law enforcement to defend us. So for sure, there's really nice places in America where you don't have to worry about that. The places where you do have to worry about that, the criminals should be worried about the people in those places going, oh, really? You want to do this? Okay, you're going to see some shit. Mm-hmm. OK, and that's that's what we need. We need people need to have the ability to stop that kind of right here in in Florida. I remember there was a, a story where like this guy in a gang uh, did some horrible stuff and uh, he was on trial and his gang was going around the town looking for the family of like jurors and stuff like that to intimidate Ouch. them. Right. Ouch. I would want those assholes to come across someone who is well-armed and takes their asses mm-hmm. out with prejudice for coming onto their property, trying to intimidate them so they stop that shit. 
That's what yeah, we need. I'll, I'll have to find the video and save it. There, you, I know you've seen this video. There's a guy, he's a clerk, he's carrying, like, in the middle of his back. Mm-hmm. And some guy, you know, like at the Quickie Mart, points a gun at him. He grabs his hand mm-hmm. and puts his gun in the guy's face. That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Yeah. People, I'm not saying everyone's going to fight back. I'm not saying everyone's going to be able to defend themselves. But you, you have that right. You have that right. You have it just from being born. But, you know, in America, it's, it's guaranteed by the Second Amendment. And to think that in America, there's places where, you know, your wife, your children could just be asked out on their own. And, not, mm-hmm. and, you, and for whatever reason, you're not there. And they don't have anything. Like, that's one place where I would say I don't agree with Vince tonight. That, you know, like, he thinks, hey, I'll, I'll be there all the time to take care of my family. I know that's not true. Right, right. So... Yeah. I would like my family, if someone tries to do something to my family members, I don't want them limited by firepower. Right. That's what I, that's I'm what with I you. I mean, my daughter's her. five foot nothing. You know her. I mean, yeah. yeah. hundred pounds and five foot tall. Yeah. Oh, look, did we get Vince back? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm like, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> But but I will say, mm-hmm. yeah, the guy's not not the future of the bureau. Yeah. So who would you? Here's my question. I wanted to ask you, and we've got a couple of minutes here, and then we'll start wrapping it up. Who would you? You know, you're a professional in there. Who would you like to see um, be the nominee to run the bureau? Who do you think can do it? General McChrystal. Um, uh, we have. Agents who have spent a whole year, their whole life in the bureau, are highly educated. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I wasn't ready to answer that question, but I would pick somebody other than an attorney. Right. Maybe okay. a military leader, a law enforcement leader who can focus and stand up to the Biden administration and say, no, we're not doing that. The laws, we're going to end gun violence or we're going to do our best. But we're not gonna facilitate, um, you know, crazy laws. Right. Yeah. I think. So. Yeah. I think it's not the purview of um, the. I don't even think it's the purview of the ATF necessarily to stop gun violence. I think the ATF is 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 there for a reason over you know alcohol, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. But the problem that we're having in America with gun violence. I don't think that the ATF can solve that, you know. Oh no, 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 no! Of course yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But we can, we can facilitate it. We can assist in it. We can use our resources to shit hammer criminals and violent criminals um, the best we can. But we damn sure don't need to be out there advocating for laws one way or the other. That's not our job. Yeah, I mean, in this case that we had here that we were talking about in Uvalde, didn't this kid legally buy these Daniel defense rifles, which I don't know how the hell he even afforded. I don't even know how that works. So apparently his grandfather was a prohibited person. Okay. So the thought is it was kind of a straw purchase. Oh, he bought them as a straw purchase for his grand. So the money came from his grandfather. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think I think the ATF can play a part in that, and I would agree with Vince on that. We don't, you know, there there is a there is a part they can play, but ultimately it's a it's a bigger role for all of us to uh, deal with this problem that exists. Oh, no doubt. It it comes down to citizenry, the, your state. Yeah. Um, we're going to take we're going to take a quick break. Hold on. Hold on. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out stenparts.com and safetyharborfirearms.com. All right, that's who makes that's who makes my uh, keg 12 here. By the way, sorry Vince. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I do. Yeah, okay, cool. Um so so um yeah, I'm sorry you got cut off there. You want to finish that thought? I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a overall, it's a bigger problem that we all have to deal with in order to be able to combat what, what's happening if you really want to fix it. You know, you need to do stuff to help harden schools, to allow people in the schools to protect the children. To yeah. th There's so many different parts of this. Like, you know, we need, we need people to raise their kids. And uh, is, we could just go on and on and on. There's like too many, uh, even the prescription drugs, I think in a lot of ways the prescription drugs are even worse than uh, a lot of drugs that you spent your time fighting, Vince, when you were in. So, uh, Well, I would agree up and until this whole fentanyl mm -hmm. freaking yeah. came out. Yeah. I don't even know what to think about that shit. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's totally crazy. So, but, um, yeah. go ahead. ATF is not the end all to end all. Mm -hmm. we, we've got 2,500 agents mm -hmm. in an entire country like this. Uh, it's not enough, but we're really good at what we do. And if we would focus on collaborating with state and locals, like we always have done, mm -hmm. um, we can knock their dick in the dirt. We can do a good job on violent crime. Yeah, I think the problem for a lot of us is when we see the ATF being politicized and then we know like the Biden administration, for example, decides to go, hey, we are going to use this to take guns away from people. That shouldn't be the purview or the, or well, the yeah, reason for the I, ATF existing. son mm -hmm. is a direct violation of the Gun Control Act and the Secret Service is ordered to freaking interfere or run interference for him mm -hmm. um you know how how can i lock up billy bob thornton on the street corner and hunter biden's running around smoking crack buying guns throwing them in dumpsters and doing whatever yeah yeah exactly Exactly. I think that's why America is not buying it. Okay, listen, um, we're, we're way past the nine o'clock uh, hour here. I think we had a good conversation, had a lot of fun. I want to give you guys a chance to tell the folks out there what they can do to support you or communicate with you. I'm going to start with Vince. Uh, if people want to follow up with you, Vince, how can they do that? Buy my fucking book. <laughs> I'm trying to make money. Right. Cheating. <laughs> By it's living a, 
It's a fun book. Buy it. Other it, than that, I don't care. I'm going drinking. Yeah, it is a good book. I've read the book. It's also an audio book. You could get it from Audible. You could get it on Amazon. Lola's put a link in the chat. There's a link in the description of this video. I would definitely suggest people follow up with Vince's book. Um, he's a good guy for coming on here and talking to us, knowing that we're going to get into all kinds of uh, tough conversations here. So I appreciate that. Um, we're going to go to Flying Rich. How can people follow up with you, Rich? Sure. Uh, FlyingRich.com. I'm pretty much Flying Rich everywhere, including MySpace, FlyingRich.Locals.com, on YouTube, and on the grams, I'm FlyingRich underscore official. Awesome. Okay, here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to run in the end. I'm going to come back, and we're going to ask Vincent to leave us with words of wisdom, the final words tonight. So I'm going to run in the end. I'm not doing any more shows for this week. We've got a bunch of stuff going on, so I'm going to go take care of that as well as just get some uh, some rest. So let me run in the end. Vince, stay right there. We're, we're going to be back here in a second for words of wisdom if I figure out. There we go. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us here. We're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes, Podbean, uh, anywhere that you get your audiobooks from, including Audible. You can get us, you can find us there on Audible as well. We're part of the Firearms Radio Network. I really do want to send a big thank you out to Vincent Sheffalu, uh, author of Rat Snakes, for coming on the show, as well as my friend Flying Rich for uh, coming on here as well. And I appreciate all you guys out there. Vince, words of wisdom for us to go out on. Well, first of all, this is a lot of fun. And keep doing what you do because people listen. And uh, I'd say, number one, buy rat snakes because I need <laughs> brother needs to make a dollar. <laughs> I got paid and to number, rent. <laughs> and yeah. number two, uh -huh. um, don't give up your rights. Yes. It's America and mm -hmm. you have a right. You have a constitutional right to possess and carry a firearm. Do it dignified and with, you know. Um, I get it. With honor. Know. Yes. Cruzman yeah. says, I'll say one thing for Vince. He doesn't run away from the conversation. I agree with that. So that's what makes Vince badass. <laughs> Always been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we're out of here. I'm going to press all the appropriate buttons.